0: So first and foremost.
1: I think the the addition of pant leggings is really when you start to see your heroes get watered down.
0: Can't even muster the ability to go straight and handle that one. Uh, which
1: is a good argument for absolute rulers.
0: Everybody is gonna get behind me either of them love me and the support numbers will go through. When
1: you hang out with the hero, it doesn't go well for you. Grandfather yeah. took the cob and just slid it right through the bar. Oh, okay. God. Okay. And that became the dominant way our family did it. Okay. And so, <laughs> in both of my marriages, <laughs> they were treated to that.
0: Okay, wait, hold on.
1: Yeah, rage haiku.
0: How do you imagine the rubber chicken? My grandmother actually vacuumed in her pearls. Oh, my God. It all makes sense. We'd had the sexual revolution.
1: It and... might have just been a Canadian standoff. We're going to go back to 9-11. Okay.
0: Get over mm-hmm. Agra has no <laughs> business being that <laughs> thick. When the cultists win, we all win. This is a Geek History of Time, where we connect murdery to the real world. My name is Ed Blaylock. I'm a world history and English teacher here in Northern California, about to embark on a new job at a new site where I won't have to commute more than 50 miles each way Uh, very excited about that but you all already knew that because this is like the third time i've pointed that out in the beginning of the episode who who are you
1: well i'm damien harmony i'm a latin teacher who is about to embark on a new job uh in a new subject at the same site uh (laughs) uh, what's the new subject Uh, i'm teaching drama Uh, i know everybody says too they all say well, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Not <laughs> so,
0: already been doing
1: that. Yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah. a lot of that. But uh, yeah, uh, but that's that's kind of what I'm doing, and that's going to be the same commute. Um, but I am rapidly uh, transferring things from one room to the other. Uh, oh, and yeah. And I have books that are 60 years old. Um, oh no shit. Well, and those are just the history books. the The Latin books I have are over 100 years old, which. Okay. I'll like, get to keep those. Like, like the yeah.
0: physical books. Yes, yeah.
1: I have a lesson book from 1894. Um, I have a book that I teach myths out of for my level 3s from 1925. And what's most chagrining to me is that it won't be 100 years old by the time I teach it for the last time. Oh, that sucks. It's a kick in the ass. Yeah, but
0: but I will say that is the advantage to teaching a dead language. Yes, yes. You get old books.
1: It's cool. It smells like grandparents without the emotional abuse. (laughs) (laughs) Or butterscotch. Nice. And you all hear uh, this this melodious baritone voice uh, in the microphone with us. You might remember him from last week's episode. uh, But just in case you don't, I'll do a little bit of intro. We're sitting here tonight with our guest... Teo Morgan, uh, who is a huge goddamn nerd, uh, but <laughs> we're going to see how he's monetized that this yeah. time, uh, because life is a hustle. Teo, tell us about yourself. What do you do? Uh, who are you? How do you do?
2: Yeah, I am Teo Morgan, that's T-E-O-M-O-R-G-A-N, and I am the host of a role-playing game slash comedy show uh, called Diversity and Dragons. And I've very poorly monetized it. mostly had dumped money into it, like in the form of promoting it in the form of trying to get just get enough so I can give, you know, that my other perform you know, my cast members a little bit of, uh, a compensation cause they're all brilliant and I just feel fortunate that they're on stage with me. And, um, art supplies because i draw maps you know by hand for the thing i had to build the thing that holds the it's just it's you know and then i have a costume (laughs) that i that i piecemeal i think i just spent twenty dollars to get another piece for it okay um but uh yeah I'm, i'm i'm really bad at the monetization on that what i'm hoping is that you build it and then it will come, you know, yeah, like that, a, yeah, not like that. that after a yeah. certain
0: point, you, you build a critical mass. You yeah, throw enough money into the center of it, and and like you, you wind up reaching, you know, a, a chain reaction level where it actually yeah. starts generating power. Yeah, but I'm basically almost you
2: know. breaking even at this point. Nice, you know? like nice. almost, so you're almost. It. You're getting, yeah. It. It. I
1: remember I did the same thing with my pun show because uh, mm-hmm. I I bankrolled it uh, mm-hmm. because I had uh, what do you call it steady income. <laughs> um, and uh, and so I bought, you know, I, I, I bought, so every show I made sure we paid people, but also I was paying myself a little bit, a little bit. Right. And then once uh, our business manager came on board within three months of that, I was completely paid back for my investment. Well, that's uh, great. And then everything since then has been profit. So,
2: so can I get Emily's number? Oh, yeah, absolutely, Absolutely, 100%. Uh,
1: So, okay, last uh, time—oh, and by the way, for those of you who are Dune heads, uh, we will be back next week with Dune, but we wanted to make sure that we uh, squeezed out both of these episodes because on July 29th, Teo has a show starting at 8 p.m. at Comedy Spot in Sacramento.
2: That's right. Where can they get tickets? Uh, If you go to bigblackdice.com, that'll— Shoot you over to Comedy Spots uh, website, and you can buy tickets right there. Um, they're eight dollars, I think, right now. That's great. Yeah. That's very cool. Good yeah. money. I think they're going to be eight dollars tomorrow and the next day too. I don't know. I say yeah. right yeah. now, yeah. like you know that.
1: Well, they've got yeah. a little less than a week as yeah. of this recording. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, but all right. So last time we were talking, uh, and we circled around to some really interesting stuff about uh, the worlds that you were liking, and then you were kind of getting to. Uh, something that both Ed and I uh, are are very interested in, but kind of can only approach as outsiders. Hmm. Uh, and and it's because the game was literally built for us, hmm. as two white dudes. Um, yeah. and Built built with, yeah.
0: with, with the with you know the, so much so much in our culture is built with the assumption that the default is white guy. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't
2: realize that D and D is basically like fubu for white people for us bias. Oh like yeah. For white people. Yeah, 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 One hundred percent. But yeah, that that does. Yeah. It, it tracks, sadly. Uh,
1: but uh, like uh, I I remember hearing. I don't think I came up with this, but I have since used it to explain things. Um, going through life while white is like playing on tutorial mode and being told that it's veteran mode. Oh uh, well, I wouldn't know
2: that. Right. I don't know. Is it, is it that awesome? It's, like, it's, uh, yeah. 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 well, the thing is, I know yeah. it's not that awesome for poor white people. You know, well, it's, like, the, it's yeah, it's, it's economic, still pretty okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you're just better off than other economically privileged yes. people. But really, economic privilege is probably the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah,
1: yeah. that's yeah. that's going through with cheat codes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. We're oh, still, I like this. There's a couple like levels that. of yeah. privilege. Okay, yeah. uh, what is attractiveness was,
2: privilege? Yeah, <laughs> what's attractiveness privilege?
1: Uh, I wouldn't that's know. Good uh, <laughs> question.
2: Because that—that's so, another one. Oh, it is. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah it oh, absolutely yeah. is. Yeah. That yeah. I've heard I mean, of. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm niche in all the ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it just—it
0: uh, happens
1: to be a big alcove for that last niche. And, uh, and just so,
0: just to give credit mm. for for that that quote, oh yes. uh, the, the original line, uh, John Scalzi, the science fiction author, is the one who said, uh, "White privilege is like going through life on easy mode." Oh, wow. oh, really? Uh, okay. And okay. then and then from there, mm-hmm. it's been it's been that you know, and the corollary is, right. Too many of you think that like you're playing on veteran and you're right. not
2: you right. Know, well, my favorite quote about white privilege, uh-huh. is, and one I can get fully behind, <laughs> because it, I think it applies to all white people, is that white privilege doesn't mean your life wasn't hard. It just means that being white wasn't why it was hard. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. yeah, and I think that a lot of people are like, "Oh no, like uh, they're 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 treating me bad because I'm white," and I'm like, "What happened?" And they're like, "They called me white." <laughs> I'm like, "They they said, but they they spilled it." W Y T. and I'm like uh, what uh, else well, well I can just tell they think that I think things that I don't think what do you think well I think that black people there's no racism
1: <laughs> and it's like yeah. well you do think the things yeah. that you you so do, they you, they told you they held up a mirror to
0: you Yeah. <laughs> yeah. they basically the, just held up a mirror and I mean, it says this is you But you didn't like yeah. it and now you think you're being oppressed like
3: mm.
0: have you well, ever heard of living down to a stereotype because you're doing that right now. Well, I think,
1: like, I think like, that speaking as a white, uh, I, I think that... A uh, white. A white. The a white whites. People, The white. As a person without color, um, <laughs> I think... Uh, You're pink. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I am salmon. Uh, but, uh, but speaking as a white, I would say that uh, white people... One of the whites. Yes. Uh, white people tend to think that racism is name-calling.
2: Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. There's, a pers- the the there's, there's personal right. racism, right. And then there's structural racism. Right. My question is, yeah, is if there's no structural racism, how yeah. come the personal racism is so uniform? Right. Yeah. Like yeah. I did a joke the other day that I said, uh, I said all these people mm-hmm. who are mad about schools teaching uh, critical race theory are probably also mad that uh, Subway is teaching people how long six inches really is (laughs) but like in order to understand the totality of that joke you need to know that supposedly black people have bigger penises right and white people have smaller penises right which is a structural thing it's 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 part of our culture this this communicated idea so like if you don't understand that you're not getting the full joke so like somebody somebody from japan might be able to get the surface Mm -hmm. You know, like somebody from China might go get the surf or somebody from Russia might be, to, but you have to be here, inculcated in our culture to understand the racial stereotypes. It is
1: very much the American male experience, yeah. uh, at least the, again, I can speak for me, uh, mm-hmm. the American white male experience to have a constant dick fear. Uh, like, it's a rare thing that I found a fellow white uh, who doesn't have some measure of dick fear. Uh, and it's, 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 it's the weirdest, I, I don't like calling it fragility because fragility implies something is precious. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's brittle as fuck. Like, it mm-hmm. looks good and then you just flick it a little bit and the whole thing crumbles and it's just incredibly weak. Um, well, I just want to yeah. say something. Yeah, yeah. The, go for
2: the, it. Uh, As far as I know, mm-hmm. the Morgan Brothers, we dispel the myth that all black men are... <laughs> yeah. I mean, like my, my oldest brother once said, he's disappointed many a white woman with this, his high average penis. You know, like, it's like he's, he's just She's like, it's a little bigger, but yeah, right, right. not really. I mean, right. I mean, well,
1: I, I also, again, speaking for the white male experience, it is independent of anybody else telling you mm-hmm. that it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like it, your experience, your explanation of, of how you experience us doesn't matter. It's what we experience for ourselves and that's it. Because there have been studies done, surveys done, where like 80% of women are like fine with whatever their members or whatever their yeah. their Partner. partner's member is. Yeah. It's not the size, the girth, the length or whatever that matters. And yet universally, men, uh, white men, yeah. I, I can't, again, I can't speak for all men. but oh, I just want to validate that yeah. fear a little bit. Yeah.
2: Okay, because I just read another study <laughs> that was done that was, uh, I think it was uh, over a thousand women. I think it was like 1,700 women. And they uh, they all said that if they're gonna have a one night stand, uh-huh. they'd prefer the guy be hung right but yeah. if if they're gonna pick a partner, it then that's much. not as significant yeah, as, you right. a, as, a, as a priority yeah. for picking
0: yeah. a, a mate yeah like long term yeah. Partner. Yeah, partner. Yeah. It's not it, it's like that's way low on the priority list yeah but like you know if we're gonna have a role in the hay, so that's, that's a, all it is. That, that makes sense, though,
1: because from a guy perspective, like, you have certain things, certain attributes you appreciate on a person. Yeah. And if it's a one-night stand, you'd be like, man, yeah, I, you know, X, Y, Z. Yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, but yeah, because guys partner. are very Frankenstein. They're going to piece
2: together. If I could get a woman, the, he's, these hands right. and these earlobes with these boobs right. and that colored hair and those eyes. Oh, those eyes that right. squint like that. And her teeth <laughs> got to be like, you know, they have to be like that girl. What's her name? Heather Graham. They have to be pointy like that. little. Right, yeah. And we get that so down into, and just right. want to like build like a, a rector oh, set woman yeah. out of, you know. But and rector. Then, yeah. Set, it, right. Yeah. 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 Rector. yeah. But then if you found Perfect. that woman, you'd be like, I don't care what she thinks. Right. You know, like, I don't care. Right. I just
0: don't. No, no, no. shh, honey, don't yeah. talk. Yeah.
2: yeah, and that's I, how women yeah. are too. Women are yeah, well, very much yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, you well, know, they are. Like they. People are people, and why should yeah. it be? Yeah. Uh, but, so, but yeah, like you're saying, it's equivalent. I mean, yeah, there, yeah.
1: there is, there is a layer of that. And again, like you, you get that same guy who, I mean, we could sit down and stat out the perfect mate for each of us, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We could stat it out, and then you could take that paper and in six years' time check in with each of us and our mate would maybe check off one or two of those boxes cuz that mm. didn't matter nearly as much when it comes to a partner. That's yeah. Now when it comes to who you're murder hoboing with your dick <laughs> that's <laughs> a different beast. There's but, a phrase. Now yeah. what is
2: a murder hoboing? Does everybody know that that's listening know what murder hoboing is? So a
1: murder hobo is uh essentially I know yeah <laughs> In D and D, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, you go through a world, and essentially, uh, if if it's a, I'm gonna say a poorly wrought game, uh, mm-hmm. with characters who are or with players who just care about you know fighting and fucking, mm-hmm. then you just go town to town, killing shit and taking their gear.
2: Yeah. 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 You're just you're just transient serial killers. Yeah. Transient serial killers. Yeah. Really it's good word. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, and the thing is, one of the things that came up last episode was talking about, you know, the development of like moving from game to game mm-hmm. as you got older and, and the development that, that I think all of us can speak to over time mm-hmm. as, you know, tabletop role players. Um, I think we all go through a phase where that's what happened at the table we were playing at when mm-hmm. we were mm-hmm. oh, yeah. the driving force behind it or what we were doing. I went through a like, phase where
2: I was yeah, well, the yeah, reason that was, so, that was so, happening. Yeah, yeah. so, so yeah. did I. I mean, you know,
0: mm-hmm. but but then, um, you know, I, I think I, I wound up saying, like the other day, uh, uh, talking about role-playing, you know, that you can kind of plot why people play the game Mm -hmm. on on the way i put it was like on an xy axis oh like the liberal test i mean the libertarian test yeah yeah like (laughs) like libertarian (laughs) collectivist you know yeah but but you can you can you know why are you playing this game can be can be plotted on like an xy axis where the where the x axis is uh i want to vent my id versus i I want to be heroic yeah Uh and then the other one and then the other (laughs) axis is i want to be me and I want to be somebody who's totally fucking not me. I want oh, to get that's really interesting. From, like, yeah. And so, like for me, <clears throat> I know exactly where I fall on that like, now. At paladin. 40-something years old. Yeah, I'm like, way all the way over on the heroic end. Thank you. <laughs> I, and, I usually play a
2: paladin or a cleric. Yeah, and yeah. I, I like to convert people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: See, when I play yeah.
1: a cleric, I'm always a shyster. Oh, really? Always. I'm always yeah, well, a con man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because you know, <laughs> in real life, you don't believe in any of that. Right. So, like, playing a cleric. You're so like, I guess well, I, you know, I'm a cleric. So obviously, I'm working. A I, I play it the way, way I want. It. I play it the way I want it to be. Right. right. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but um,
2: I'm not a big believer in yeah, <laughs> in, right in, in in organizer okay, So yeah. you always play a paladin. I, I'm, yeah. Yeah.
0: Because I want to be heroic, and you know, most of the time, I want to be. Me being heroic, right? right, For me, that's that's why I want to play the game. I want to have the ability to make the world a better place and be the one solving problems and you know defeating evil. Mm -hmm. You know, because in my real life, I don't have the capacity to go out and you know I can't go out and punch Nazis because there are legal consequences for doing that. Yeah. So like literally in a role-playing game a couple of months ago, in in a long long long-term game I've been I'm in. Uh, we actually wound up finding ourselves in a tavern right next to a bunch of uh Scarlet Brotherhood guys.
2: Mm. Oh, are they like
0: and, s- and human it, it, su- from, for, human supremacists or something? Yeah, okay. Grey Greyhawk from, from Greyhawk. Mm-hmm. Uh that is that a real thing
2: in the Greyhawk. Yeah, uh, in the Greyhawk lore? setting. Oh, okay.
0: Scarlet Brotherhood is literally a blonde haired, blue eyed, racist organization. Why do they
2: why do they give us such a hard time for talking about this written in there? yeah, yeah. yeah. I, i'm sorry i wasn't yeah. a big fan i left yeah. forgotten realms that was good oh, yeah. setting well, i yeah. prefer yeah. yeah. um yeah, I and
0: so anyway we found ourselves next to a the table <laughs> these these you know the scarlet brotherhood guys and my cleric because we're playing in Spelljammer, which is like D in mm-hmm. space for those of you who don't know in the audience and um my cleric character is like wait a minute i've seen these guys before and i made a religion check and my my DM said okay yeah no there's Scarlet Brotherhood and he and I knew exactly what that meant and there were two or three people who didn't like at the table the virtual table saying well okay what does that mean and in character I explained to him well they're they're human supremacists and not only are they human supremacists but they're convinced that like this one group of humans is superior to everybody else Mm -hmm. (laughs) and our party bard who's 11 Mm -hmm. uh, in real life uh, Mm -hmm. says I'm going to start picking a fight. <laughs> like, instantly. Yeah, because he just knows it's wrong. He just yeah. knows it. Yeah. And, and, and the literally, kids are all right. Yeah. And mm. literally, and literally, and, and then out of character, I said, yeah, basically they're, they're, they're fantasy Nazis. Mm-hmm. And literally everybody at the table was like, okay, yeah, no, we're rumbling. Like, <laughs> we're done. like game over. Uh, I can't do that in real life because, mm-hmm. like, I have I have a wife and a kid that like if I spend the night in jail it's gonna cause problems so like no I want that's what I want to be able to do if if I'm gonna you know act out that's the way I want to act out for other people
1: I just want to open doors
0: yeah well yeah says the monk yeah Yeah, so I'm a monk monk, monk, long story (laughs) but um
1: I can give a short short version we we were playing a competitive at a con game. Mm -hmm. and somebody rules lawyer and and I didn't realize it was competitive I just thought it was just a sprawling like 50 person game with four GMs Mm -hmm. Uh, no you're gonna win something at the end I didn't know so I played a monk Mm -hmm. love monks Uh, we opened the door and a group of people decided that they were gonna go in together and they start shooting at us and stuff and they were just like God damn it. Okay, well, I open the door, grab my friend, pull him in, close the door. And they're like, well, you can't do that. I'm like, how can I not do that? Like, you literally go like this, grab like this. I'm like 16th level monk. I can do that. They're like, no, you can do one move action and one attack action. I'm like, okay, so is opening the door a move action? Yes. And grabbing my friends an attack action? Yes. That's all I can do for this round? Yes. So you can keep just firing because you got four attacks per round? Yeah. Okay, next turn. I'm gonna pull him through, and then I'm gonna close the door. Well, you know, and they came up with the reason why I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, it was it was three rounds before I could open a door, grab my friend, cl- grab, you know, pull him through, close the door. And from then on, the joke became monks like I'm gonna have a big, big bad evil guy. And he's gonna have butlers, and every butler is going to be a monk. And so, yeah, so because that's what yeah. they do
0: is open doors. That's what, yeah. mo- and,
1: and that's literally all I could do in that game. And so that became the catchphrase of, "But that's what monks
2: do." That's what monks do. So I, that's they open the door all right, to so, wisdom. <laughs> if we're lucky. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So, uh,
1: d- did I step on what you were going to... No, no. Okay. No, I
2: think, but, you know, it's funny. I want to I, yeah. I have an opposite story to that. When mm-hmm. I was a kid and I first got into this one campaign that went a year, I played this dwarf. He survived. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, so, the first night I sat down, it was a tavern scene. You know, I come in and I'm supposed to meet the, the wizard and this other warrior. I'm a, I'm a fighter. Sure. And um, I get in there and I decided, I'm like, my guy hates forks. Okay. Like my guys, you know, been because you know I read the I think I read the Greyhawk thing and they're like, oh, oh, well, I guess the people I came from, they ancestorally the fight yeah. orcs. Yeah. My guy's a fighter; he's been on the front line. I drew, I drew his uh, herald or wait, well, you know, like a shield. And yeah. Then, yeah, And um, and and then uh, they go, okay, well, you're in here, and there's like across the table for you, another band of adventurers, and they and and they look like this. And then I go, wait, did you did you just describe a half orc? Or is that an orc? Or what, what? And then he's like, "Yeah." Well, he feels like he might be half orc. And mm-hmm. then I, and then I say something rude. I can't remember what it was. I, sa- I yeah. said, "I said, you know, I don't. I can't believe they're named greenies in here or something." I think that's what I used to call them, greenies. Nice. nice. And uh, and so like what I was doing is I was playing like what I experienced from the flip side. You know, like I was like, and uh-huh. what was funny is all the other people in the game were white and right. they hated it. They hated that I was being a racist, you know. But That's I, our I, thing, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, then yeah. it just started like I was, as a, uh, you know, greenies or whatever. And then uh, and then the GM to punish me, you know, like um, instead of just having them ignore it, like you know, like I had to do my whole life, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. like yeah. like yeah. his his non-orc friends actually backed him up. Oh, <laughs> you know, like must be nice because yeah. I didn't expect that. Right. <laughs> like right. I totally yeah. didn't expect yeah. that to happen. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> instead of them gaslighting him, going, "Hey, just <laughs> It's, don't why are you taking this? You're being so sensitive. Come on. <laughs> you call yourselves greenies. What's why can't we? Why can't
1: he say yeah, it? You right, know, yeah. you say like, greenie with well, you a soft, know, soft yeah. e. I mean, you know, yeah,
0: brownie, yeah. You know. And and I mean, you know, you are greenish. Right? Yeah, you are. Don't, you're you're don't, green, right? You I mean, excited. that's. Like what? I mean, like, am I wrong? I mean, <laughs> I
2: mean, you called me your greenie. I mean, you know, don't I get to say that word? So we get in this big fight, and my character has 18, 19, 1893 strength, uh-huh. and a nineteen constitution. Oh, uh-huh. I am like a monster. A a yeah. first level monster, but right, I'm yeah, still yeah. like a monster. I have like way, way too many hit points. I rolled hella good on, a, and
0: uh, well, the 19 con.
2: Yeah. yeah, and and so, um, I, we. This is a low magic game though, low magic. So sure. they, like I wasn't allowed to have any magic items or nothing like that. Um, and so, uh, we we, they start they they pick a fight with us now. Ken and of course my buddy Brad, like he's a wizard. Mm-hmm. You know, and so he's got, like, two hit points or something like right, that. He's right. afraid. <laughs> so this is right. definitely <laughs> afraid. And yeah. it, it, But Ken's like, oh, I don't really want to do this, but, you know, I, I'm a fighter, so let's do it. You know, like, and so we proceed to pummel the shit out of these. We beat the shit out of these guys, mm-hmm. and, and we win. Mm-hmm. And then, but then, like, my buddy Rusty, because he's, he's, he's got, he's like, I can't let this happen. Like, the racists just won. <laughs> so... He says, you yeah. look over and the bar keeps like, you, you need to leave. And then, and he has a blunderbuss. I didn't know what that was at the time, you know? Oh, okay, yeah, and yeah. then I was like, a, a blunder, what? And then he's all, he has a gun and a black powder tie. And I, at that point I didn't even, and then I was just like, I'm attacking him. And I just like, you know,
0: <laughs> and then he's all what? Sweating. And like he's that. like,
2: "What? Wait, he's gonna—he's got his finger on the trigger." And then I go, I, "I attack him," and then and I already roll this stuff. And then he's all, "Okay, well, you can use that as your roll because I, I hit him. I hit it like eighteen, uh-huh. and and you know, fucking with the pluses and all that, right, you know, whatever." Right, right. Yeah. And then and then he—he's like, "But he gets to shoot first, so you may not—that may not happen, you know." And so he misses. So then I like fucking kill that guy, <laughs> jump over the counter, and then I go. And I—I I remember I was in a friend, like I was like. I was like, oh, I got a gun. I got a gun in DD. I was so excited. I never had a gun in DD. And this is a legit DD game. I didn't right. copy this off of anybody's character sheet. You know, right. like I'm not like cribbing cribbing fucking answers off of people. I got a real gun. And then I was like, so I look all around. I look under the counter. Like, there's gotta be ammo, right? Like he had it right here. Like and then he saw, well, he's got a he's got a a, a bag full of pottery shards, and then another bag that seems to be full of powder, and then there's like a little ramrod, and I go, I take all that shit, you know, and then then and then Brad and Ken are like you know they 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 left already like when as soon as I technically they're like fuck this I'm not doing this I leave and I I was like what kind what kind of D and D game is it? Because every game I played in before, even the legit ones, right? Everybody would just back your play. You, you're attacking. Yeah. I guess we're. I guess we're gonna murder this town. You know, like, hey, <laughs> like, I didn't come here for that, <laughs> right. but yeah. you know, right, cool. I thought yeah. we were gonna go destroy the evil wizard, but yeah, we, we gotta kill the tavern people first. <laughs> yeah. You know, he, he he's evil. He's he's like Walmart basically. He doesn't yeah. pay these people. Nothing. We're in a waffle yeah.
1: house. This is what you do. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> so, but then anyway, I get oh the shit, God. and then I gotta do that, and then I run out. I run out of this place, and then as we're getting there, there's, like, the town guard like, there he is! Get him! And then they, they start shooting at And then, I, I don't have a fucking horse, but, like, they do. They both have right. horses. then I say to Rusty, I go, I grab I grab on to the bottom of the rein, you know, like, the, the, the strap of the uh-huh. thing, and then I just hold on to that and, and, like, pull, like, a fucking, I don't know, like, Jackie Chan and Rush Hour or some right, shit right. under <laughs> a fucking under the horse. Right? And, and so I'm, like, grabbing onto that, and then I, he's all, well, you gotta make a strength shit, because he's trying to be a hard-ass, but... When I I swear between the age of between the age of like 13 and 21, 20s straight 19s and 20s off of any 20 sided die, <laughs> I was the luckiest person. Now one two, right. I burned it out. I don't you know, but I I was constantly was that ever a metaphor for aging. Yeah yeah it is Jesus. yeah dice impotence. But uh, yeah. like it's yeah it's like I I was just and he was mad he was 20. mad because like the racists right. Not only did the racists kill. Kill the guy. But the that,
1: inversion of the yeah, racism. Yeah. One.
2: Yeah. And then I got away. So like, and 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 the cops were actually going to help the the green guy. You know right. what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, and and I, I didn't kill yeah. any of them. We got away. But right. like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, then the next time I played, they were like I, and then th- I was okay. I was fine. I got a, I had a gun. I, I chilled out. And then <laughs> but then through the rest of it he just had he just basically he was like I'm just going to put you guys straight into dungeons where you can kill green things, <laughs> right, you know? right? And but then we'd get into these like we were in the Caves of Chaos and we were in this one thing we'd killed a bunch of hobgoblins or, or was it orcs? But we got to this room cuz you know, some of those things were authored they always tried to have a ecology and, you know, right. ecosystem oh, yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so we got to a room that was all like women and children. Mm-hmm. And then and then I was like, well, what would a racist do? And then I was like, well, they're just going to make more, you know? So right. then I just like Nits started, make lice. I yeah, killed Oh, no, you beat me too. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? Knits make lice. Yeah. So yeah. I just, I, I think I killed the first woman and then they, they were like trying to stop me. And then, then I killed the second. I, I like, it was all strength checks against them right. and they're like yeah. weaker oh, yeah, than me. Yeah, yeah. And I killed the second one. And then, the, and then I'm about to kill the kids. And then, then Ken's like, dude, he's like, they're babies. And then I was like, okay, we'll just lock him in another room. And then that, but, and then, but it was interesting because of the journey of Digger Gory, who's named after this character from a comic book called The Realm. Mm -hmm. Um, But he, it went from being that fucking awful, like just my projection of, like, this is what race, what you do to us. Right. This is what you do to us, you know? And then all my friends, they were just like horrified that I would want to, and I'm like, I'm not playing this because I want to play this. I'm playing this like, because I was kind of a thespian back then. Sure. I I was like, I picked the identity for my character. I never attacked the party though. Right. Well, yeah. You know, that's the thing is I tell people if you're going to be evil and my guy wasn't, he was lawful good. But like, and and because of d I was able to get away with it oh because god. I only attacked evil people. Oh my god. Cuz I did that was the other thing is yeah, I you had, had Brad. License. I that's I forgot to mention that cuz I asked Brad I go cast detect evil on them and they were evil. So right cuz I, right you know, right yeah. yeah, I, I, I could just right kill up. them. You know yeah I could just kill them. And 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 it doesn't affect my uh you know Oh, I'm and, glad you didn't make it political. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but then, then I don't think I don't think the the barkeep was evil. I think he was neutral. But I, it, it turned out, you know. I, but that was after we didn't yeah, dete- it, we didn't detect yeah. anything on him. But um, but yeah. So then, gradually, Gory became like more. And then the the next kind of characters I started playing. Down the, every character I play, I like to do. Not do that anymore for one. Uh-huh. But like because of alignment in D anD D, that bothers me too. Like if there's alignment in the game, right. then oftentimes like I'll try, I'll like see if I can buy a helm of alignment change, mm-hmm. subdue evil people, and then just put it on their head.
1: Nice, oh nice.
2: Yeah, because then take it off and be like, okay, we can't kill him now. Like right, I do right. the, I, I like do the opposite now. You know, like yeah. Um, but before it was like, this is what you're like, and now it's like, this is how it should be. Like, why are we killing everybody? Just Everybody get a Helmet of alignment and just you know, like start, right, right, yeah. you know just start popping them on my Conversion Version therapy. Yeah, w- just fix everybody. <laughs> and in one game, I convinced the GM that uh, is it possible that whoever made the helmet of alignment change could make a helmet or, or, or a warhammer of alignment change? So I had this like buffed ass like half orc cleric that right. would just go around and his he his point was like he wanted to go to all the dungeons like or all whack-a-mole. the yeah any place where his people were and hit them to right. get them. Like, cause I always look at it like this: If D and D says there's these inherently evil people, they are cursed, right? Yeah, you know that's not a good thing. That you can't see the 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 um, the social function of altruism or and whatever. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean? even if you are like a inherently, you know, like pathological, like a psychopath. Yeah, I mean,
1: we have therapy mm-hmm. systems set up in the real world for mm-hmm. people who exhibit sociopathic tendencies. Yeah. yeah, or psychopathic tendencies. Yeah, and
2: sometimes you have to tell them the pragmatic the pragmatic reason they should choose right. to do altruistic things. Right. You know. Yeah. And and, but you and can still get them there. And this brings it right back around to the world of comedy because. <laughs> <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> yeah. For everybody in the audience, yeah. uh, we there, there was there was a conversation uh, while we were not recording. Uh, about that but anyway, yeah no, na- sure. no
2: names but yeah, yeah I mean there's you know yeah. it, there's a lot of people that are self-serving and sometimes their selfishness actually does them harm because they can't see the bigger picture right you know where they need to get along with people, you yeah. need you these gotta people. Play nice. You don't yeah. like them, and you're mad that they did something, but you need them because they're yeah. going to be in the same town as you, doing the same shows, and they're in the same business. And if you got to fucking fight them every time you see them, right. That's not yeah. good. Well,
1: it's that that quote. Uh, we're trying to build a fucking society here. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. We're
0: have, and and you know, evolutionarily, cooperation is our superpower. Yeah. Like that's that's actually like if you look at how we operate compared to other animals Mm -hmm. yeah like our ability to work with each other and build communities and be altruistic is what actually got us off of the planes you know it got us off off of the food chain yeah yeah basically yeah Yeah. that's what you know
1: you can but then i'm going to ask you a question because everything you've said is absolutely leading me to asking you this question okay i don't
2: know if this question so let me say this real quick that thing Uh that 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 Uh, cooperation is our you know is is our advantage evolutionary advantage the interesting thing about the cyberpunk game that I played with my buddy Sal Uh that was the first time I'd seen because he explained it after sometimes to me Uh I was one of the only people interested in how he was GMing sure what Sal would do so one the first thing he would do is he he never ran a module he had what he called plot bubbles so he had a a book that he wrote all these ideas in Mm -hmm. so and he told me his theory is like look and most people that run a game, they'll be like, first you go here, then you go there, then you go here, whatever. And yeah. maybe there's some branches off. I don't do that. I come up with a scene. I know you guys are going to get in a fight in an alley. Wherever an alley is, it can happen. Right. You know, yeah. it doesn't need to be on this and that street. Yeah. Oh, that sorry,
1: you-, you, you went to Bleecker Street yeah. instead of Broadway, so yeah. you don't get to have that fight now. Yeah, like, I don't, like, and and
2: then I was like, you know, like, you yeah, know, because yeah. Like yeah. You know, yeah. I'm so used to going room A, room C, room, you know, right, whatever, yeah. you know, and then, uh, have TPK for that. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then the other thing he would do is when he was like, cause he'd have some, like, you know, he'd have so many threads. Like I said, he'd have, you know, you're going to go, you know, you're going to go get a bio illegal weapon from this guy. So then you could go use it on this cyber psycho you know, full conversion Borg, because this is the only thing will punch through his armor. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, as you're going here, you get a phone call from your sensei saying there's some weird guys outside. And then you go, okay, well, I'll be there in a minute. You hang up. And as you're going to kill the cyber psycho guy, then you get another phone call from somebody saying, yeah, your sensei's dead. Click. And then, And then while that's happening and you're going to go over here, then what's happening is all the players are going, who the fuck killed his sensei? I bet it was... The megacorp, or I bet it was the that one poser gang we pissed off, or I bet it it was right. the Chinese phantom guy that you know was like a superhero, but is actually a serial killer, c- you know, whatever. And we're right. all like speculating. Sal is taking notes.
0: Yeah, but that's the best way yeah. to run a game. Yeah, throw yeah. something yeah. in front of the players. Yeah. let their paranoia listen, run the listen game. Listen to them do the epileptic trees. Yeah, tree and it's tree.
2: like a buffet oh, of yeah. like <laughs> like you know because then he could be like, "That's a pretty good idea. That's a fucking great idea." <laughs> that sucks, but if I match it with that and have that fuck that, that's a monster! You know, yeah. like, it's the best oh, yeah. idea ever! And, yeah. and so you're just basically, like, I call it, like, cluster computing yeah. fucking as a GM. If you can take your ego away from mm-hmm. it and realize that you've got fucking... And I. this is one thing I like about new school games more than old school games, because you remember, like, D&D, the culture of D&D is, oh, are you playing in Damien's game? Right. Are you playing in Ed's game? Yeah. Are you playing in Tails? We all fucking took time off to do this. That's true. You yeah. know, and, and you're sitting here saying, well, I do the most because I planned and whatever. We know you're like that, dude. You would have planned something right. else right, if you right, weren't right. planning yeah. a and d yeah. thing. Yeah. Like the fact is, is that this dude at the other end that only has this amount of time because he's got five kids and he, and he volunteers time at a fucking homeless shelter and whatever. Sure. Your plan is not better than what he's doing. But thank you. Thank yeah. you for doing that. But yeah. also honor the fact that he took time out away from the homeless people, away from yep. his family, yep. away from his job to be here so you could run the thing that you obsess about. Right. <laughs> you know, like yeah. and yeah. and so I like new school games because they honor that. Like that everybody's there mm-hmm. and that we all contributed and then and then also that you deserve to fucking have like why did you come to the game? Like if you came to the game to play like a hero and then the GM's just like, No, you're all anti heroes this time. You can't be a fucking hero. And then you're like, "Well, is there some way?" Well, no. I have this idea and right. you're stuck in it. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's how class I'm sorry I pointed at you like yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, it. That's yeah, you're yeah, stuck. Yeah, no. You know, but uh, that's how it is, right? And sure. then I used to run into so many GMs that they're like, "Well, if they don't like it, they don't have to play." And then I'm like, "Well, what if nobody fucking play, bro?" Like cuz and then like do you ever notice like you're the GM that doesn't have a persistent group? Yeah. you know like you want why does yeah. everybody go away because right. you're a fucking narcissist right. Right. bro Yeah, like you know like because no a, one
1: wants to like this is a thing that happened in video games mm-hmm. in the early or in the late 2000s before the teens mm-hmm. was that uh, the, the film directors started getting into the story making of a lot of first person shooters and stuff
3: mm-hmm. and pretty
1: soon you were just kind of it was no longer a sandbox you were just kind of a in the movie, yeah,
0: it was it was like riding through having been to Disney World recently. Yeah. It was like riding through the Peter Pan ride. Yeah, it's like you know, mm. you there's a track here that you're yeah. gonna follow and you're gonna go through this. Yeah. Oh, and, and look, yeah. your
1: disassociative memory. Yeah, like that was all the all the games. Okay, so I just, just want to say this real quick. Okay, that is
2: I bought a 5e uh, themed game. It's Neverland. This guy published a book, and it's oh. it's Neverland, but it's in a hex map. Okay. And, oh, and, nice. and and it's really cool. I love the art in it. It's like very stylized, but um, kind of like Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, if you guys okay. know that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, uh, it's just funny you said that because I, 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 I don't really love Peter Pan. Uh, right. But I, I saw it and I was like, I was looking at it and I was like, this is great. Like, I want to do this. Like, cool. I want to create something like this for Diversity and Dragon. Sure. You know? Very cool. Uh, speaking, speaking of which, of, yeah.
1: So uh, in the last episode, we talked a lot about um, issues of. Ultimately, you started off colorblind because...
2: I was a kid. You're, yeah, you yeah. were a kid, and this yeah. was
1: your normal. Um, and as you grew, uh, you started noticing different aspects of the game and people telling you to shush but being okay with other stuff. And then, mm-hmm. oh, this is political, and then we, we kind of got into that. So for anybody who for some reason decided they were going to start with part two... There you go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What are did you doing, do we did we
2: mention all the misogyny, homophobia, racist jokes that I just I don't know why, but I, right. I I think it's because I didn't quite know what they were, you know. Yeah. Like you like when you when you're like between eight and whatever, you're like wait what's what, what makes that funny? Yeah. You're yeah. like what's what's a, you know all the because all the slurs are just so freaking weird. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I mean it's really like they are. You're yeah. You're like wet and back. Like what what is that? Who right. are you talking about? Yeah. Well you know Mexicans like. No, I don't. Like, what are you? Right. What are you even fucking talking yeah. about? Every... They don't know.
1: That's the yeah. thing. They don't know yeah. Yeah. that it goes yeah, back they're... to the river and, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and
2: then, yeah. then 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 I've had some that were smart enough to know that. Well, because mm-hmm. like whatever. But like my friends who are Mexican did not migrate here. They live right. here. Yeah,
0: your family migrated. migrated here. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, like yeah. migrated <laughs> over them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, You know, yeah.
2: yeah. You're, you're you know they've been they've been here. Right. You know, like know, and, right. and, and and so like. But anyway, it's like that, that. all that stuff used to baffle me. I think sure. partially because I'm just too fucking literal, mm-hmm. you know, but like, yeah, all of it. I just, then you have to figure out, okay, well, why do you think that? And then why do you say that? And whatever. So it took me just, a, I think, a long time mm-hmm. to, st- and then start being like, okay, because, you know, y- y- I think as a kid too, you're not used to being empowered to make choices for yourself either. Also true. You know, okay. yeah. D&D yeah. is one of the first instances where, and, and
1: I see it on my kids' faces, they get paralyzed for the first 10, 15, 20 minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, right, I have to make all these decisions and there will have consequences. Mm-hmm. Not, here is your prescribed cone of effect. Mm-hmm. You know, here you go. Uh, so. Well, yeah, and
2: yeah. you do, uh, Oh, I I more like making social choices about like, you know, I'm with these people and I've never seen this side of them. I've played with them a lot on the playground. Right. But never once have they said these things. But now that we're trapped at a table and maybe they're, maybe they're, (laughs) I don't know what's going on with them. but They got to start saying weird shit about why are you telling me who you hate or who "Who your dad hates or who your mom thinks is responsible for the downfall. But anyway, that, that stuff, it happened. And, you know, misogyny. Homophobia, racism, pretty regularly. Not like you nobody know, burned a cross at the table. You know, I mean, it's just sure. regular, run of the mill, everyday racism, you know, and, uh, you know, just like mom used to make, whatever, you know, but, like, <laughs> you know, like, but, uh, yeah. but you know, it's there. It's just been there. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, some of us, I mean, I, I will admit, you know, I'm one of those people who thinks that racism, homophobia, sexism, I have it in me. Mm hmm. I was raised in this culture. I was taught to be like right. that. Right, it's know? part of as
1: we say the water that you swim in.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that that like exa- you know self through self examination, I sure. realized, oh wait, I'm I am homophobic. Right. Like when I hear that, they're not talking about someone else. I am homophobic. You uh-huh. know, I was inculcated into a society that taught me I call my friend, you know, a slur for gay people. Right. Because they didn't throw the basketball right, or because they're crying they because they skinned their knee, late, or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever it is. Whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, just, yeah, because yeah. they don't like what I like, you know. Right, whatever, right. you know. Yeah. Whatever. Just yeah. the, for some reason, that was okay when I was like very little. Right. But then, like when I got older, my mom, you know, had a relationship with a dude. He was he he would be by sometimes, you know, like mm-hmm. and when, I guess in dry spells or right? whatever. But they were, they became really good friends, mm-hmm. and after they had dated a little bit, and then I I went over to his house. He played D and D. This motherfucker had hella D&D books he had the I'd never seen the box sets I'd only played the books but he had all the box sets he used to let me play fucking I don't know if it was Bard's Tale or whatever one of those old texts he had text based games When my mom and him would hang out they'd have barbecues and all his all his friends would come over and that's when I was like I was like why are all these dudes here some of them are pretty you know like whatever you know why why is he wearing makeup you know whatever but it it was a trip when I was getting so I But I I would be in the, just the den, just being a fucking nerd, you know, and they'd be doing their own adult things out there, but they were all hella nice to me all the time. Of course. And then when I got to be an adult and and like, you know, maybe 10 years later, I found out when he passed away from AIDS, like, oh, he's gay. Right. I never said that word again. And I generally won't ever say it because like that dude was like my, he seriously, literally was like my dad. My, he did it. Like he got me a, he got me two different bikes he, you know, he helped my mom out when she needed money. He uh-huh. fixed my mom's car and he was like her best friend and he was always there for me. I had this like, he took me to like, uh, I had a summer school of the arts at Mills College, you know, and, and, and he took me to that and brought me back and he did all this shit like a, a dad or stepdad or, you, yeah. know, a, yeah. you know, long-term boyfriend would do. right? And I was just like, why the fuck do I say this shit? You know, right. why do I, yeah. you know, this guy and all his friends, you know, mm-hmm. they've always been nothing but nice to me. And you know they never tried. I didn't even know they were gay. That's how you know, like I, yeah. I didn't know they were gay. They right. they never tried just anything. Just like you didn't
1: know your friend was Honduran. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, they they never did anything to me because they were interested in men. Right. <laughs> they, you know they they yeah. they were they were not interested. Well, just like in I, men. I
1: there are plenty of people I don't know are straight. Yeah. Because it doesn't come up. It just. That's a slice of who they are. You know what I want to
2: say? That is, mm-hmm. I, 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 um, that's an interesting point you make because when I was a kid, I was really fascinated at that some gay people had like an, a lisp or an accent or, you know, yeah. like spoke effeminately or whatever. But my kids are asking me about that because that's still presented in media sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they've mm-hmm. run into, yeah. they've run into some people that do. And, and then I just, you know, I just said, well, you know, it's, it's not all gay people speak like that, but it's kind of like if somebody from New York, they're going to talk like, other people right. from New York. And so since gay people tend to want to date each other and they want to be around other people that won't persecute them for being gay, what is that? Most guaranteed, that's probably going to be other gay people. You end up having, you know... A you higher know, concentration. Yeah, of and, and then effect. they, they yeah. pick up each other's affectations. But not all gay people will talk like that, even right. if they're in that group, you know, because they might socialize outside of the group. But mm-hmm. it's all about socialization. Mm-hmm. And my kids are like, okay, yeah, that, that makes sense, you know. Yeah. But I, I find it interesting because, like, I'm in a different place than... Like my parents were. Like, right. You know, my mom was like trying to get me to be kind, but she didn't have a vocabulary to discuss a lot of these things. Sure.
0: Well, because nobody did.
2: Yeah, nobody did. Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, part of it, again, is, is like the, the pattern on the wallpaper. Yeah. Kind of Kind of stuff is back during that time period. Uh, You know, in in the world we we all grew up in, even Mm -hmm. Damien being, you know, the child that he is. Significantly younger. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know, but but in in that time period, when we're talking about, you know, the late 70s through the 80s into the early 90s, the vocabulary didn't exist Mm -hmm. to teach us how to be tolerant because... You know the the vocabulary, the tools to talk about it, still had to be developed.
2: That's true, and you know, yeah, and it was reflected in role playing games. One of my favorite supplements, because I really loved Life Path after uh, okay. Cyberpunk. Yeah, there's a there's a series called uh, Heroes of. The first one was Legends, mm-hmm. and the first edition the author wrote in there, like you roll on a table to see. Uh, if you have deviations, one of them was homosexuality, hmm. and it said it's a mental deviation, blah blah blah, and it broke yeah. it down in there. And then I think they did a second edition where they changed it, yeah. but I mean, yeah, I mean, the like DSM changed, yeah, these, yeah,
0: well, yeah, because literally, yeah. well, yeah.
2: I think it's because they they had an editor that was not as much of an asshole as the previous guys. What happened? Ah, well, I don't yeah, know they if they read, they read the DSM, too, yeah. but he may, maybe. But I know that guy still wanted it to be what it was. Oh, okay, yeah, and um, but I, I noticed, like you're saying, that language. I mean, as far as it's concerned, the professionals think it's a mental disorder. You know, people who study it think right. it's a mental disorder at that time. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, so, you know, what what are people that don't, you know, that, that that's the expert. You know, mm-hmm. he says you're crazy. You know, yeah. like, the experts say you're crazy. So, right. obviously, so you're crazy. that's the base. Yeah. And then yeah. we might go up from there.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah.
2: And then, and then if you, if you, if you fly against, it's, which is weird, right? Because mm-hmm. back when the experts were, were presenting things like homosexuality is crazy and, uh, and go ahead and burn up all the dinosaur juice you want, whatever. Right. As long as the experts are saying that, they're, they're good. But now that they say, oh, well, homosexuality is a natural condition, race yeah. is a construct, right. genders a construct, the planet is burning. Oh, those, I don't believe in science anymore. Like, you know, like, yeah, well, yeah. let me tell everybody on my iPhone. Like, right. you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me get yeah. on Facebook, which, yeah. you know, is programmed by structural, you know, like uh, software oh, yeah. engineers and, and other people that, uh, but I, I don't, like, <laughs> I don't know. But, like, it is, it, I, I didn't really think about that, that that the language, because, of mm-hmm. course, it, I, I see that, but then I'm like, well, that, like, how do you write books?
1: Well, I mean, we and didn't know what. Without having them be that. We didn't know what sexual harassment was, really, have a word for it until Anita Hill. Yeah. You know, as that was just a culture. Yeah. That, that was true. 91. Yes. And, and then it still took another eight years before spousal rape was actually on the books.
2: My mom said, because my mom you know. uh, went into the workplace uh, pretty young, and then, um, but at the time she was in the workplace, she said that there was no protections. None. That if None. a guy grabbed your boob, like they just say, well, if you don't like it, it's kind of like the thing if you don't like it, don't play. It's right. the same thing as like yeah. the GM, yeah. you know, like yeah. GMs that are being assholes. And it's like you know, because you could go tell your boss, and they're like, "Well, that well, you're a woman. What are you right. What are you doing here? You, you know well, what? Yeah, what do you yeah. expect?"
1: Well, you and know. then yeah. there were always have something that you're carrying in front of you when you go into the elevator. Yeah. Always sit in the back of the elevator. You know, there's all kinds
2: of shit. All right. So, so it's fun the question. As that is, the question. Yeah. I'm sorry, we had a question.
1: Yeah, as fun as all that is to talk about, I really, really, really want to bridge the gap from you noticing a lot of stuff that Ed and I didn't mm-hmm. uh, in your games that he and I didn't because again, it was defaulted to us. Mm-hmm. And how that led to. So we've, we've kind of covered, you know, you you noticed a lot more shit than he and I ever noticed in our games. Um, how did that get you to Diversity in Dragons?
2: Uh, well, that's an interesting question. Like, okay, so how the, the origin of Diversity in Dragons? Yes. I was, uh, you know, I was taking um, many, many, many improv classes at Comedy Spot. Because I was trying to get better at it. I'm not inherently good at improv. Like mm-hmm. it's it's hard for me. I'm good. I'm good at writing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm good at writing. But if I am like giving, you know, tell, speaking, you know, if I'm doing my material, doing mm-hmm. my set on stage, and then somebody interrupts me, I don't freak out. Like there's some people that yell at the, you know, I don't do that. Right. Because I there's definitely a difference between a heckler and a helper. Like right, a lot right. of times when I'm on stage, the people that that inter- interrupt, they're they're just excited to be there. Yeah, You know, they're like, hey, I know what you're talking about. You know, yeah. I, I have also something included. In the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look at me. Yeah. I like you. You know, right. and then you're yeah. like, fuck you for ru- I can't remember it. You know, like, I have a rhythm. Yeah. yeah. Or, or yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Whatever you say, God you know, like, you, you know, if yeah. you if you just cleverly turn their shit like, yeah, I like you, too. When you were quiet, you know, whatever, you know, like, right. If yeah. you just like there's all kinds of quick way. But I, my goal, I started realizing my goal should be to entertain, not just to fucking tell them my set of jokes. That sure. are obviously this one wasn't so engaging as to shut that person up, you know. Right, like, right. You know <laughs> like maybe this is maybe maybe there's two notes I should take: one, crowd work; two, yeah. write a better joke. Like yeah. that joke was boring, maybe you know. Like more they, know. in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
0: you know, there's there's actually lessons for pedagogy involved in that. 100 percent. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, if you're if you're having classroom management issues, mm-hmm. look at what the fuck you're doing with the kids. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. like. Oh. like as you a know. comedian,
1: I'm an incredible
2: teacher. And
1: as yeah, a teacher, yeah.
2: I'm a middling comedian. <laughs> <laughs> but so uh so to skip from that to like that. So that's why I was doing improv. Okay. And I was doing it insanely cuz I cuz you know, coming from stand-up where right. you're taught to grind. Yes. I, I I was like asking every improviser, "How do I grind on this?" Cuz there's no open mics. Right, right. You know, I can't just go to a bar and start doing improv, you know? Mm-hmm. Like and, and and it's just so hard. So what I fa- what I decided is I just like Keep taking classes. And uh-huh. I'll even take the same class over and over from different instructors because mm-hmm. different instructors are going to teach different ways. I happen to find that I respond well to women, instru- female instructors. Yeah. I don't know. It, that, that was just my pattern, you know, like, mm-hmm. and, uh, and but, uh, you know, particularly Beth LeBron, who's on my show, is mm-hmm. brilliant. And then uh, Justine Lopez was brilliant. Mel Gebhardt She's is on brilliant. My show. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Mel Gebhardt, uh, they were all, and then for me, uh, Short form improv, like the like you might see in uh, Who's Line Is it? Anyways, it was very helpful because like long form improv, since I'm so like like blinders on, right. I'm like trying to track what's happening instead of look at the big picture. But short form, it's just a game, right? You know, it's just like, hey, we're all gonna do an accent, getting in and out of a car. Mm-hmm. I can do that, you know, and I'll knock it out of the park, you know. I'll, <laughs> I yeah, can do yeah. an accent, get the get in this side. And then Have rope- you seen me play Cyberpunk? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me
1: tell you that time I larked.
2: But yeah. so. Go from there to, you know, I spent a lot of time with Brian, you know, uh-huh. uh, crawl from a comedy spot. And uh, and and so I, I took a sketch writing class, did some other stuff, but there was a point where he said, like, because his son loves D&D. Okay. Loves it. And, and I think Brian was, like, just trying to be like, I don't quite get it. Um, I have an idea. I got a geek show coming up. How about if I give you, like, a five-minute thing, is there a way we can just do a, a, a set? like where you explain D&D to me, like I just ask dumb questions or whatever. And then I said, what if I just run it? Mm -hmm. And then he's all can you do that in five minutes? And I'm like, no, that's what's going to make it funny. (laughs) Like, you know, like, (laughs) and so he said, just take, take it. Okay. I I trust you. Just, do whatever you need to do, and then you know uh, I'll just show up, and then we'll start with some questions, and then we'll get into it. Okay. So it ended up being take, like, dang, take, like ten minutes, but basically I, I I wrote this whole adventure where he's going from room to room, and the doors are closing on him, like like a, irising. Yeah, like irising on yeah. him, and and the cavern walls, and, and and he he doesn't he's he's like a he's a halfling, and he's trying to run through and whatever, and he finally gets to this one room, and then and then he gets. Uh, forced out, and, he, and he's, like, out in the light, and it turns out he got shit out of a dragon. Okay. And then he sees the rest of his adventuring party there, you know. But that's what he was doing, is going through the digestive system. Right. But Brian was great, you know, he's just like, I was like, oh, here comes this other one. Oh, and there, the inside of there, there was actually another, there was a goblin uh-huh. riding, like, a small pig or something like that. Sure. And, he t- and Brian, when Brian woke up, the goblin took his shit. Uh-huh. And then he ran off. And my goal is to get him to follow him. But Brian was just all over this way, all over that, you know, I, like in the eardrum, whatever. You know, I don't know. Right, he, right. He's just all over. But it's still, you know, he just ended up getting shunted out. And I railroaded him because it was five minutes. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, then after that, it, it did so well. You know, Brian said, well, people responded so well to that. I think you should pitch a show.
3: Hey.
2: So then I was thinking about that. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I got that in me. So I go in the back room and I'm... I'm uh I'm just kicking it and then Dejan is in there mm-hmm. and Dejan just just had a killer set, you know, making fun of Spider-Man doing all kinds of things, because right. he, he's doing geek humor too, but like you know in stand up and Dejan's like, "Man, that thing you did with Brian, bro. Like, do you think we could do that?" You know, and he's like, "You know, do you think they'd let us call it Niggas and Dragons?" And then I said, <laughs> "No, they're not going to let us put that on the marquee, but that's why diversity is in it because I have a pet peeve about the word diversity actually because mm. whenever somebody says diversity they mean niggas. That's usually what they say. This 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 play I we need to get more diversity in here. Let's right. hire one black person. Right. You know like yeah. yeah. This show is, is this show is very diverse. There's one black person in it. Sure. You know like yeah. you know like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, yeah. you know and and uh, we if, if we can make the school more diverse, you know, like, let's get a black quarterback. You know, I don't know like right. whatever. It's just yeah. like they and, it, and so that's why I, diversity popped immediately into my head. Then I go, then I go online. I remember I, I, off, off, the, off the show, I was telling you guys I'm in these, all, all these Facebook groups for games. Mm-hmm. I put in all these D&D groups and Fate groups and Savage World groups. I just posted this thing. I said, how do you guys feel about the word diversity? Every D&D group, except for the ones I'm currently in, which is like three, I think, or something. So you called the herd, basically. Every D&D group uh-huh. took that post down. Because it got so much flame. Yeah, Really? Yes.
1: Oh, because you were bringing politics into their no. beloved d Well what
2: Well, what I realize in these groups uh-huh. is that that they're so inclusive that they include every fucking troll, alt-right, asshole, whatever in there and they don't want to rock the boat so then the mods and the admins are dropping these posts at their they're killing these posts because they have to monitor them so much. You know because they're sitting there modding the fucking because, group. Because they're, not they're getting any. pinged all the time from right. all, every yeah. fucking and then and then it just it's just amping up and then the, then what happens of course is like when people are in these little groups like that, they call their friends in. So then their friends start piling on, they start posting shit posting, right. Doing all kind of calling people names, and then now all of a sudden they gotta worry about if their, their group is gonna get banned because it's hate speech.
3: Oh
1: wow. So there's
2: this whole big dynamic. I don't blame look, I don't wanna blame D D, Gary Gygax, whatever, but this dynamic on the internet where alt right and fucking just that that mm-hmm. fascistic, racist, homophobic sexist, misogynistic, uh, incel, whatever you want to call it. All of that That shit. shit. Yeah. They are protecting those people. because, and the reason they protect those people is because if those people aren't protected, they will get their fucking group shut down. They'll get them zucked. You know what I mean? Because they'll just keep doing hate speech on their fucking shit until the, until the algorithm picks it up. Yeah. If you, you and and,
0: and people are afraid of being, you know, the bad guy. Yeah. Kicking people out of the group. Like, yeah, and all, and of, it, all of the best groups that I'm in, mm-hmm. like, across the board, to me, are the ones that are like, no, here's the deal. You're going to get one warning, mm-hmm. and then we're going to kick you the fuck out. Yeah. If if you're the one being hateful, intolerant, if you're the one making misogynistic, you know, racist jokes, mm-hmm. you're going to get kicked out. Yeah. Like, having, having active moderators to say... You're being an asshole. It, yeah,
2: well, it definitely matters who's the mod, yeah. but yeah. I noticed yeah. some some of the mods I was interacting with, I you know, like I, 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 I messaged them. I was like, hey, what's up? I, I posted that thing about diversity and took it out, and then they're like, yeah, dude, we, we don't have to say. It's got to be game-related. And then I go, it is. Yeah. You know?
0: Like, it's about who's at the table. Yeah. It's about... Yeah.
1: Like, I mean, it's totally If you game open related. up the player's handbook, the second chapter is races.
2: yeah. So yeah. diversity clearly is game related yeah right and, 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 and then I go, but it is, but it doesn't have dice in the thing or whatever but but then so but then so I went away dejected. I was like, oh diversity in Dragons has a good ring, but it's not going to be good. And my buddy Rob, who is Romanian American okay. uh, he, he, and he, he, he's always been picked on because he's different. but right. he said to me, you know what dude, you should still call it that so those people won't show up. Oh, yes. That's genius. It is genius. The gatekeepers. I, and I had to talk to Rob, somebody yeah. who's neurotypical, to, to get <laughs> right. that because like that didn't occur to me. I'm like, I want to make it what it is, you know. I, I want to make right. it what it is, and I want to make sure people can cut. But then that, when he said that, I was like, Yeah, but of course I don't want those people there. Right. They're gonna yeah. scare away the people I want there. Right. Yeah. And I and I and and I don't mean to say that diversity in dragons is a thing because it's not a thing that I did like so that only people of color and 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 people on the LGBT uh, spectrum and and and, you know it's not just for it's for anybody that that recognizes that having many many voices makes a better product in the end Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. and that's that's uh so then i did call that so then the you know the first show i ran with stand-ups uh-huh because uh oh as i said no, i forgot to say on the same geek show emma haney was on the same show she did a set and then so she she came in and she said teo that was really cool like, can, can I do that? And then I was like, oh, my God. Because between Emma and Dijan, these are two lineup. of my favorite comedians. And this is my favorite on yeah. TV, anywhere. They're two of my fucking favorite comedians. And I, and I just happen to know them. And then I'm like, good. Yeah, we can yes. try it. Would, would you guys mind playing together? That would be hella cool. And then um, she's like, yeah. And then I said, are you? Oh, Dijan told me I've always wanted to play, but I never knew anybody who played. You know, because where I grew up, you know, just nobody. And I, I go, I know. I, I was... I was fortunate that I went to school with a lot of white kids
0: <laughs> and then right, I got introduced
2: yeah. to this because, like, the, you know, the kids in my little Section 8 part, you know, mm-hmm. we weren't really doing that, you know, like, but then, um, but then uh, what happened is I asked her, are uh-huh. you the same as DeJan? Like, you never got to play, like, you never knew anybody that played? And then she goes, oh no, I knew people. There's all kinds of guys that played. At the pizza place I worked, they were just creepy. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, right. like I didn't feel safe with them. I feel safe with you and DJ. Right. You right. know, like, yeah. yeah. And then, so then I asked Jason Bargert, who you know, because, oh, yeah, yeah uh, he's on the Punch show all the time. But Jason Bargert, uh, Jason B is like one of the only comedians who treated me like a person when I first started. Everybody else is just like, why are you wasting our five minutes of open mic time? You know, oh, wow. But Jason, yeah. you know, he was pretty new because he he came from North Carolina and, mm-hmm. and he just didn't give a fuck, you know. But so, um, I, and I, the thing about Jason, I say is Jason is important because I need somebody who's as Latino as I look because <laughs> he, you know, his mom's Puerto Rican and right. dad is of Irish extraction as well. Um, but yeah, that kind of, and then that kind of blocked it out. You mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. I had the, you know, I, I was like, this is, this is going to be good. But then the reason the show evolved a little bit is actually because of input from, uh, Dijan and Jason, because I was trying to, the, the, the thing is, is as we know, we Damien and I know stand-up comedians are good at burning down anything but themselves. To you know, yes. Like if they're if if you're not getting the laughs, you're gonna make fun of this person, that person, whatever. They're you're gonna take down, focus. take something yeah. down. Yeah. You got to take it down. So then I noticed that a, a really regular mechanism was to make fun of me, or mm-hmm. make fun of the game, or make fun. Of, and it was funny. It just wasn't the what I was going for. It
1: wasn't immersive either, because you're constantly pulling people, you're pulling the audience out of it. Yeah. You're getting meta in a way that is inherently deleterious to what you're trying to do. Yeah, and
2: decisions weren't getting made on the part of the characters. Right. So the characters are just basically on hold while everybody on stage is like servicing like the laugh, you know. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, and this is why improv was important, because I realized if we just do the story, there's gonna be stuff in the story you can make fun of. Right, you know, it, right. we just need to do the story. So I, I, I talked with them a lot about can we actually play? Well, let's play. Let's mm-hmm. play a real game of diversity and Dragons on the table, Roman dice on the table. So uh, you guys, because I know you guys haven't actually played, except for Jason played Villains and Vigilantes. Okay, a lot, yeah. That's and funny. um and I, but we'll actually play, and then you can see, you know, what it's like to be the character, whatever. And because I, I can't give you all guys improv classes, you know, but I can. Yeah, but I can, you can know.
0: but I can show you how to do this thing. Yeah. For. For real, air yeah. quotes, you
2: know. But we could just yeah. never sync up our schedules on that. And then so what happened is, you know, again, like I couldn't... Uh, at one time, uh, DJan had the, you know, net, you know, he couldn't be available because of a, a show that he's doing. He's getting paid. He's actually getting paid. And uh, and then Jason had to ditch out a couple times. And so I started rotating in improvisers. Cause, and and uh, and Brian, I, I talked to Brian. Brian had mentioned that that might be a good idea as well. And um, so, yeah, I started rotating in and then... One, t- one time I had uh, uh, Ruben and Bitside on at the same time with Emma. Oh, that's a solid It up. was fucking brilliant. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Brian actually said, I think you should... Uh, this, I think he said, y- you may want to ask them if they can do it regular. And then I was like, they never would. There- there's no way. You know, I know that Emma was, like, down, you know, because she's, like, the homie, you know. But, like... Uh, or, um, I'm sorry. I'm an asshole. I keep referring to Emma as she, and I just recently learned Emma is they... Oh, her pronoun that. is they. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, yeah. So I Emma, just, they. Emma, yeah, they yeah, is they. the homie. <laughs> they, yeah. they are the homie. Yeah. Yeah. And and so um, and Emma, you know, but then like, um, I asked Ruben and he said hell yeah, you know, because nice. Ruben and then Ruben and I started playing Pathfinder with Corky uh, and uh, Daniel and and some other improvisers I can't recall off the top of my head, and then uh, and then um Sida, i just asked her and, and she just I, she was hella gracious and did it and then it's just been hella like smooth ever since then and uh and bet never played a role-playing game before this um okay but her improv skills are just such that she could just be she there yeah. and see that there's a story happening how can i be a part of it and make it better right yeah, you know? yeah. and okay
1: so that's that's the origin yeah tell us the format tell us how it works like uh, don't don't give away
2: the entire thing. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm but, not good at determining what trade secrets are. Uh, the, yeah. the basic thing is, is though I tried because I incorporated things I do because uh, I started playing Fate a okay. lot uh, for about I think three years I was running Fate games. I, okay, and, and again, remember I was like saying I didn't really feel I wasn't feeling D and D. Right. Um, but in Fate, uh, <clears throat> you know, in D and D, you hide the map from the players. Right. You know. Right. And in Fate, I was finding that I was, you know, in D&D, though, I did use, like, a lot of tactical maps. Mm-hmm. So you'd usually mm-hmm. be trying to translate what you saw in the module to a tactical, like a, a you know, whiteboard type of right, map or something right. like that. I can't remember what they're called. The Chess X yeah, yeah, type yeah. of mat, Yeah, like, know, Like,
1: not a hex, but just squares. Yeah, but, yeah. squares.
2: I, I did use hex for GURPS because when I ran GURPS, sure. uh, it was hex-based. But, um, but yeah, anyway, the point being is that when I started playing uh, Fate, they use a system called Zones. So they don't okay. measure, like, the squares. They just say, like like, this room would be a zone. And then, right? Oh, then,
1: Marvel did that with
2: areas. With areas, yeah. yeah it's probably, bar, yeah. it's probably broad. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. So that 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 is also a zone. And then anywhere there's a door, that's another, another zone. Zone, you know? yeah. And it doesn't matter how big it is. That's the zone. Right, you know? right. And it's because just it's really just a way to determine entering and exiting spaces and sure. who's in line of sight without having a lot of complicated rules. You yeah, know? absolutely. So, um, but that got me practicing drawing big maps. So okay. then. And then I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bring in somebody else. Dyson Logos is a guy who uh blew up Patreon with just hand drawn maps. He does old school hand drawn maps. Oh, cool! He's real big in the OSR, and um, and I, I believe he also identifies on the LGBT spectrum. I didn't know that at okay. this time. I just asked him because I said, bro, like you're he does a lot of uh, uh, com- uh, non commercial maps, like you can use his maps for personal use. Oh, cool! And... Uh, and so, because that's what his Patreon is about. Gener- he he puts out maps, and then you pay him, and then he just keeps doing it. And then mm-hmm. there's just more content that people can have available. Right, so, right, right. Yeah, but if you go to DysonLogos.com, I'll just plug him right now. You, sure. There's a whole archive of all his old maps. And and so I asked him. I said, bro, like, I need like this show's coming up, and I need maps. Can I can I like hand like Can I blow up your maps by? And he's all, dude, yeah, f- do it. Yeah, fuck yeah, because we knew each other from Google Plus back when Google Plus was like yeah, had yeah a plethora of RPG people. And so um, he said, "That sounds awesome." So I did it. And the the main map of uh, the the main two maps of the world are um, Wokland. That's the continent of Wokland. And then um, and then if you go uh, to the to the east of Wokland is is a a town that's on a cliff called Diver City. And both of those Dice. are transcribed from Dyson maps. But I learned how to do that because at the first. I was running a dungeon crawl with Fate because people said you couldn't do it. Okay. And so, because uh, it's too narrative and it's too, uh, but I was, I was just running straight up on Dyson's maps and populating each thing just like, uh-huh. and, and and blowing the maps up hella big because mm-hmm. I wanted people to see how great his maps are. So I right, blew them right. up big. And then what I would do is like in the game, like you can create aspects in the game. So like if you set a room on fire, you would, I just write on the map, rooms on fire. You know, room on fire, or and, and if they found like a magic item, I would draw it on the map, and then I would write. And then like if they declared things that should be true, because that's something about old school faith that I liked a lot. They called it, make it declarations. So like if you're in in a uh, an old dungeon and the GM doesn't describe it, but you should the the player can just call out, "Well, I'm going to grab one of the torches off of the wall." Yeah. Because and and then I'll light it. It makes sense, right? Yeah. The GM didn't say there's a torch there, but why do you have to ask? Right, yeah, yeah. Just say that there would be a, and then the GM can then say, and this is something I learned from GURPS, A lot of the GURPS uh, uh-huh. GM advice, they said just let the, like if you're in a dungeon and the and the the player goes, oh, I'm gonna go um, chip one of the flecks of granite off the wall, and then and I told all my players, I would always tell all my players this, but there's no mechanic in GURPS. and I'd say you could tell me there's anything in the world, and if I don't like it, I'll just say, well, you go to chip off the granite, and you actually realize it's 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 slate. I'll just yeah. tell yeah. You, you what can, it is. Just, you, yeah. can,
1: you can yes and or no but. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But, but you know, why not just say it's granite? But the reason sure. I might be saying it's slate is because that's important to the... Absolutely. Yeah, if yeah. there's
1: an overriding plot yeah. reason why you can't grab a torch yeah. or why I need this to be more difficult for you than grab the torch, yeah. then I will get it there. Yeah. But if not, then yes, you grabbed a torch. But yeah, I could yeah.
2: just easily say, well, you know, you, you, you're looking in the hallway and it turns out, you know... This, you're right. This, your experience, you know, adventure. You've been through a lot of dungeons like this. This, this hallway reminds you of this about several that were designed by the same dwarves apparently. Mm-hmm. But they don't. They must have not got that add on because like there's just a table in the corner, but there's a, a lantern already lit, and there's a, a an ogre asleep at the table as well. You know, like then right. just like yes, yeah. and, you know, like when yeah. You yeah. see
1: broken sconces. Yeah, with, yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah.
0: yeah, somebody's somebody's been through and intentionally broken this. Yeah. Why have they done that? That's yeah. a
1: good question. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I, well, I tend to like, I, I go way over the top. Like yeah, I, yeah, I'll just do it like a long riff and, 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 uh, part of that is railroading. Cause I just want to get to the ogre and the He's, ogre. He wakes yeah. up cause you, you know, you, you just reach for this thing where you're supposed to, and you scrape the wall. But anyway, yeah. um, but the, uh,
1: okay. So you got the maps.
2: I got the maps. Okay so uh, I, I wasn't done with fate but like so yeah. one more thing the declarations that's called the declaration and that mm-hmm. thing should be in every fucking game there should be a mechanic that just explicitly in the book says players can make shit up you know
0: yeah
2: because it's I, I i feel like th- that takes what i learned from sal and this is where i dropped back to cyberpunk mm-hmm. sal listening to all of us in our conspiratorial mindset was really kind of doing that already. Yeah, he like was. we were saying things, oh, yeah. and he's introducing them, but in secret. But if the players just know they can do that, then they will do it more often. Yeah, and, and um,
1: there, there is a a thing that happens again. I, I game I game master for my my kids who mm-hmm. are uh, eleven and nine now, and they sometimes get risk averse
3: because mm-hmm.
1: their characters are too precious for them or, or whatever. And I always tell them like, look, you are if you do nothing you aren't heroes and what's the point of playing Mm -hmm. uh if you do something and it kills you at least you went out a hero now that's two ends of the spectrum there but also like if 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 you just sit there and you're worried about protecting your precious character you know and i i said this to my my kids fairly frequently uh, a boat is safest in the harbor but that is not why we build boats and you know, depending on their level of frustration, they're like, "Yeah, hey, okay, we'll we'll get moving." I on. just got that. You know? I'm sorry, it took yeah. me a second. No, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's 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 very much you create. D D absolutely came from an adversarial. Uh, very rules are rules as written, and if you're not trying to kill your players, you're not doing them the good service. Yeah, like comes so many- from yeah. that, and therefore people become risk
2: averse immediately. Hey, I got a question for you. Yeah. Um, I, well, it's not even a question. I, I, that was a lie. Um, but like, so I've been working on this thing. I'm probably going to introduce it if I publish seen yeah. Dragons, uh, because it, it, I like I, I think I did tell you I want to make it more crunchy than the stage version. Yes. But uh, uh, oh, we already talked about this. This is exactly what I talked about. But I'm just going to say it here because I think everybody should do it. Okay. Don't don't make zero hit points. Uh, don't make zero hit points death. Like make right. zero hit points lack of agency. Yes. Yeah, oh, and yeah. Then, and yeah, then well, consequential.
0: Yeah, because you have been talking about fate. That's mm-hmm. that's what happens in fate. Is like you you have the option of either saying, okay, well you know you took me out. Yeah. This is what happens. I'm I'm you know comatose in the hospital. You know right. lost a limb, whatever. Or no no no.
2: I'm dead. I'm, I'm dead. Yeah. Like you know yeah the player gets to
0: decide. Yeah yeah. But I mean,
1: this is how I wanted to die, or I've still got more left in the tank. How about we do this instead?
2: But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I had this moment, like an epiphanal moment for myself. I'm not trying to say it's really super great, but for me, my style of play to integrate the fate, that that mechanism from fate into DD, super easy. Don't need to change any mechanics outside of this. You hit zero hit points. You are now out. You don't want to get to choose what happens to your character anymore. If if anything went past that, I count that as a negative, like you would typically count to negative 10. Sure. But I'm gonna go further. However, fucking far. Mm -hmm. And then that thing is an injury. It's the injury that did you in, that, right. that puts you on the ground, and you write that next to one of your stats. Sure. And as long as you have it there, you have to roll at disadvantage against that stat. Okay. And you heal it normally with healing spells, because it's a wound. It makes sense now, right? Yes. Yeah. Because it's not yeah, just yeah. hit points. Yeah, it's yeah. a fucking wound, and the wound is that hard... It's right. That. It's it's that. Right. And so that right there is something I want to put. In. I've never seen anybody exactly do that. that that's something my buddy Mike kind of did. And we had some disagreement, but in uh, D D Redux, mm-hmm. it's it's similar. Um, I want to talk to him about it again, like because he's he's really brilliant. And uh, but um, I would like that to be what happens, because then that way you can still walk around with a fucking wound on your strength. That's right. You know, you say you know gaping chest wound. And still be going around. And people might be like, well, that's not realistic. Well, neither are goblins. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, it's not realistic to take 99 hit points when you have 100 and just have one right. left yeah, and right. you're, you're fine. Yeah, you're no, like there's, that, no, there's no, you there's, know,
0: yeah, it, it's not realistic to get into a fight, get beat up, and not be limping. Yeah. The next yeah. Day. And then what
2: you could have is you could have the same rules you have, like the stabilization. You know, sure. first aid check. You stabilize the person. They have a gaping chest wound. It's not gaping anymore. You just, it's a chest wound. And mm-hmm. and and then the, the, you've got the 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 realism is impact is in the, uh, the rolling at disadvantage. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're packing it in there. It yeah. has a consequence now. Unlike one hit point left from yeah. right. a pool of you know.
1: Well, and if you go with the hit points, it goes right back to the tactical. Yeah, game that that d d was spawned from
2: so. but this gets me thinking like you're yeah. you, you know I think my kids would make the same rationalization that's rational thinking to mm-hmm. think like I'm not gonna risk myself because I could die right and then I won't get to play this character who I love anymore you know but if you make it so that you know you, you can do this but mm-hmm. you're gonna your character is gonna suffer mm-hmm. you know and, and if you think about that and this comes all the way back to why did I start playing it yeah. wasn't to see Bilbo die on the first page right you know like yeah. that it wasn't yeah. It, and he never did. There was no point at which Bilbo was. I was never afraid for Bilbo's life. I was like, "What's gonna happen next? How is he gonna get out of this?" The reason yeah. I love yeah. Conan the Barbarian is because he lived. Right. <laughs> you know, like yeah, that, yeah. that, that yeah. was a short. You know, like yeah. I, 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 and and you know what? I, what I loved even more is what fucking James Earl Jones did to him. Yes. Because that movie isn't about Conan. It's about Thulsa Doom and how fucked up he is, mm-hmm. and and how dope yeah. he is at the same time. You're like, right? Hey, I do smoke fuck. You yeah, know, yeah. he, he made that woman jump off the thing. That's <laughs> that's how smooth his tongue is. Right, you know? right. He's like he's like the, the 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 highest level pimp in all of Hyboria. You know, like that. And I really think that's what it was. You know, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah. Is it? No, you I know, don't
1: disagree. He's a priest, so yeah. Yeah, and then and but yeah, I mean this
2: this idea that death and and I'm not saying it's not true, but I think the people that say that that risk of death is that they can't play without it, I think mm-hmm. they're wrong. Like well, this, they just haven't played games. I was going to say, they're that, used to, yeah.
1: they are used to, They. you know what they are? Those are the kids that are used to doing all the extra credit to get the A in the class. Mm-hmm. And then they run into a class where they actually get graded on the quality of their writing. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. like, but I did all the things. Why don't yeah. I get the thing I've been used to? I learned this system. Mm-hmm. I have gamed this system. I... Deliberately picked a toad as my familiar, so I get a plus two to my con, mm-hmm. and I'm going to spend the whole night making potions. You know, and you're like, okay, I mean, you won that thing, but none of that matters because you lost an arm, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. Yeah.
2: So oh, I, I feel I feel like I have to add an addendum because I know there's okay. some people because I think there's different levels of play. So yeah. there's some people that are still playing. RPGs at the tactical, like at the tactical origin level, those people. I'm sorry that I said that. You're not wrong. You need to die because you're you're playing like a a individual war game. Yeah, Yeah. you know, and and well, that's how they get down. Yeah, that's how they get down. Yeah, and usually, yeah, like if, if you are playing that kind of degree of game, then then like making a new character is fun for you. You 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 probably yep. like can't wait to roll a new one to see what happens. You know, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I want to roll to see what you know. This is yeah. that's the exciting part. So I don't mean to say that, that 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 doesn't have a place in gaming. I play like that sometimes. But mm-hmm. if I'm running a game, that is not why I'm running the game. And when I volunteer to play a game, my greatest hope is that my friend Sal, he's passed away. But okay. if that I hope he's possessed somebody because we never died in his game. We just suffered immeasurably compared (laughs) to any, like dying is not any, it's not shit. If you play cyberpunk and this, this arm is cut off and this one's wounded and you took a wound to your chest and this, and you can't do anything you want to do. Right. I can't do it. I I mean, they saved me. Mm -hmm. They, you know, I'm not dying, but I can't afford, I can't afford a cyber limb yet. I got a cheap ass one that we ripped off of this guy, but then the Ripper Doc gave me herpes. You know, whatever. Like, right, you know, right, like, yeah, yeah. like, it's it's just like his game was so fucking gritty and hard mm-hmm. that I'm like, dying ain't shit, really. Right. You know, like, yeah. I mean, it's not really anything. You know, and that's what fate made me think because fate's cool in that fate doesn't get as like crunchy as cyberpunk, but they do a similar thing in that, like I was saying, they have uh, consequences. So you mm-hmm. get your. There's, there's like, I can't remember them, there's like mild, moderate, severe, and if you yeah. take one past that, mm-hmm. it's it's extreme, and that extreme one replaces one of your uh, your aspects, your normal aspects. So you might have a, uh, like an aspect that's like, can see in the dark. Well, that's, that extreme one might mm-hmm. be that it fucking took out one of your eyes, you know, and, right. and it replaces can see in the dark, you know, or something right, like right, right. that, you know, like... Yeah. And uh, you know, but you you get to pick as the player. Sure. You, know, you get to pick which thing you you get rid of.
1: All right. Back to diversity and dragons, though. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. That's
2: the long. That's the yeah. long vision for diversity and dragons to kind of incorporate like new school and old school, and to make it a publishable. Yeah. Game. Now, what? So I'm, I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna hang on to that part. What is your goal in in publishing that? Like, why do you think that that adds a good to the gaming world?
2: Well, because there's a lot of there's a lot of things so a lot of people are here publishing games and and, and and advocating for diversity in gaming and mm-hmm. whatever but like I think one thing a lot of gamers don't want to admit is that there's just social dynamics in in the mechanics of the game there's mm-hmm. social dynamics in our culture of play whatever and these things are not welcoming you know and then further like how we socialize impacts how people intersect right because if you know if you're if you're hanging out like if you're just a regular you know like we i i had a a buddy who's a plumber Mm -hmm. you know and a buddy who's uh works at ups and and we and and i met them because i knew this guy from doing movies with this other guy and i'm just meeting all these guys Mm -hmm. and they and i love them all they all happen to be pretty much similar colors different ethnic backgrounds but similar colors sure you know but meeting very and, and and it's not their fault these are the social circles within they run and, you know, and, and the schools that they went to you know, when they were right. younger and, and so on and it's systemic. It's systemic. They were in a, this neighborhood that had a school that had this population mm-hmm. so that's who they, this is something that bugs the shit out of me, Damien and Ed, is that systemic racism is their get out of jail free card. That's their get out of jail free card. Why do they oppose it? That says you're not at fault for being racist. Mm-hmm. This, this system did it to you. Right. But this yeah. system made you racist, you know, but then yeah. they want to say, no, I'm, I'm not. They just rather say, I'm not racist. That other guy who, uh, you know, flies the individual choice. Confederate, yeah. Confederate, yeah. It's an individual choice. Flag. And, and right. what I do is not racist. Right. No, what you do is also a form of racism. Right. You know, that you say you went, when I hope, you know, did you, a black family move? in, I hope our property value doesn't go down they'll be like that's not racist that's this based on statistics or whatever right, yeah you know? that's yeah. economics well you're it's certainly like, not helping mm. by you know yeah, like yeah. by, by yeah. not going you know well, but
1: you're validating that system Let's, but my yeah.
2: goal is and yeah. it's it's a fucking lofty it's you know but the reason i want to like i've always wanted to publish a game i've always wanted to take all the ideas i really love d20s <laughs> like uh-huh. I, yeah. and i don't like fate dice i, I play fudge before fate yeah I, and, and and i like what fudge dice do and i like you know, I like the bell curve they create, but okay. but one of the things I had to decide is no matter how much I personally like the mathematics of them and the beauty of them and, and all this stuff, when I play with other people, they don't like it because uh, what happens in fate is you roll these dice that have negatives and pos- and they get you a number from negative four to positive four, and, and it's a bell curve. Yeah. When it goes negative, they feel like the dice are robbing them. Mm. It's a psychological oh, thing. Oh, yeah. No, emotionally sure. yeah.
0: having, having played yeah. a couple of, couple of fate games. Oh, God, yeah. And yeah. I was
2: trying so hard to work around it, because you can use uh, D6s and do two different colored D6s, make one yeah. positive one negative. I found a better response to that. Yeah. You know? But as much as I love fate, it's built on that framework that is kind of repugnant to a lot of people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: the dice are <laughs> a turnoff to some
2: folks. Yeah, and they're really okay. they're really strange. There's no numbers. Like, they're six-sided, but there's no numbers. There's two blanks, two minus, two... And I love it. I, so when I played Fudge, I loved that shit. That, mm-hmm. I started mm-hmm. just playing Fudge. Mm-hmm. Because you could do so much with that. Sure. And you can't. You really can't. The other thing I love about Fate and Fudge is it's Fractal. So, like, it, what you can do is, like, in a, you could, for a, uh, a and I'm probably going to borrow the shit, <laughs> for, like, a dungeon, mm-hmm. I don't have to fucking stat every fucking monster. I could say goblins in this have great attacks. Because mm-hmm. you they have words, and they uh, they equated to numbers. Sure. But they, they, they are great at attacking. They're superb at, you know, trap building, you know, yeah. and, and that's just for every fucking god, this dungeon has that, or you can just write, you could make it a, a more of a macro, a macro, goblins, great, whatever they do to you, right. it's great, you know, and, and it's like how important are the goblins, you can decide in a fractal manner using the same system over and over and over, Okay. you know, it just makes it easy to wing it. And that's what I want. I want the game to be fucking easy uh-huh. to play. I want it to be easy to get into, and I want there to be some platform where people know if they're playing that game uh-huh. that diversity or or inclusion. That's a better way to say it. Inclusion is a uh, inclusion doesn't sound good, but inclusion <laughs> is important to these people, you know. Whereas if you play D and D, you never know what you're getting right. into. Like yeah. you ran
1: into yeah time a lot to time again. Yeah,
2: sometimes I run into a D and D groups. It's like, no, we're not all like that. I want a game where if you play that, you know nobody's like that.
1: So like your friend told you,
2: keep the name Diversity in there because
1: it'll chase away...
2: Yeah, and hey, if, if these assholes start playing Diversity and Dragons and then they show up to places it, it, and they're like, oh my God, this was really fun. Like, you, guys, like, you, you know, like, I don't know why I hate you guys. They just pop the, the
0: hell of a lemon yeah. change on their heads. But that's why I, I want to publish
2: a game. The reason that I have the show is because I, I think it's... I lo- I love stand-up comedy. I love stand-up comics. I love... Well, not all of them, as we discussed, but... Yeah. I love improv. I love drawing maps. I love running games, you know? like So it's like, this show was like the... like. It's the only thing I can do that incorporates all of those things. So sure. that's a passion thing. And I just happen to have this other thing that I, is, a, is a value, I guess, of mine that I've attached. Mm-hmm. And um, so, but the wider, if I can get myself out of the pit of hell that I find myself personally in my life and get myself to, to publish it, that would be my goal is that, to create this game where people just know on the, it's on the front, it's on the cover. Mm-hmm. We we didn't just put a bunch of pictures of black people and latinas and whatever in in boob armor in here. Right. You know, th- th- this is who we want playing. Right. You know, we want these people playing, and we're not just going to do it by saying, "Hey, look, you're in here on this page." Don't right. look at who wrote it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. don't don't look at the contributors of the playtest. You know, I'm not saying right. no, you know, I don't know how far Wizards of the Coast went with playtest. You know, but I do know that that like there's been no, some problematic. Yeah, well, and See there's the some problematic it. individuals that got kicked off. Of, they're not in the book anymore because right. they were consultants. And then they got found that they were, you know, uh, alleged. Yeah, yeah, alleged, like, sexual abusers or whatever. But anyway, yeah. that's why. Thank you for asking me, Damien. Yeah, I think that helped it. me synthesize it. I'm going to play this. I'm going to record it. I'm going to sniff this out. I'm going to put it on my phone. So every time it rings, it's like, I'm doing this for this reason. I'm like, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't forget it.
3: No,
1: that's a, that's a good goal. It sounds, uh, I mean... Fuck, I hope it's doable. Yeah, well,
0: yeah.
2: Well, there's only going to be like five people to play it.
1: But, you know, that's those five people. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to be the people. Gary Gygax started with printed paper that was, you know, bound for 50 bucks or whatever. Yeah, but my
2: goal would be, of course, to make a system that I really enjoy playing and I think is good. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, with anything
0: you're going to do like that. Yeah. I think
1: that has to be a default setting, too. Like, it it has to be a good system because now we live in a world where all these systems do exist. Mm-hmm. like yeah. Gygax had it easy yeah, oh yeah you know yeah. Yeah. whereas now it, it has to be a system that's yeah. good because you're gonna have so many people be like well if it's a shit system then I don't care about the thing and I'm already mm-hmm. either pol- it's, it's a polarizing name which I think is I, I'm always a big fan of polarizing things because you can see where people line up
2: yeah. Uh, uh, I don't I just don't get why it's polarizing. But I mean I, I get I mean I guess I get it because yeah. propaganda has forced this, you know, just like yeah. critical race theory yeah. or climate change or yeah. any yeah. other thing, you know, has yeah. been associated. But yeah, I mean that that's kinda good because I mean I guess yeah no, lets, they won't it, buy it. Like you they, said. Don't give me your money. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. It, it sends it's it's protective coloring. It sends a signal. Oh, I like, like that. You know, yeah. yeah, 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 It's um, poison.
2: I'm yeah. <laughs> poison, don't eat me. Yeah. yeah. A monarch, or yeah.
0: or you know, if your metabolism works a certain way, you, well now I'm fucked. Yeah. You can't uh, be, but you uh, know, jellyfish and turtles. When, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you you talked about when you were talking about why why you wanted to do it, and, and we're we're you know running running on with our time, but I, I do. Oh, do we go one, over? There is one. We're uh, close. It's not. I'm, I'm not too worried about it, but I, I do want to ask because you said you know with D D specifically and, and I mean gaming in general mm-hmm. like as a cishet white guy mm-hmm. who wants to be part of and run when I run a game a, a table that that I can legitimately say no no we're not like them
3: mm-hmm.
0: what would you advise me to do in order to make sure that the game I'm running and the, and the table I'm at is, is like, not just safe, but like welcoming, Like,
2: yeah. Well, that's hard because, um, that's hard to say cause I don't know if there's a one size fits fits all kind of thing, but I do think just, um, what I started doing, um, is being more promiscuous about gaming. Uh, Like when when I started playing Fate a lot, and I was I was trying to find myself. I was like, I'm not gonna, I don't want to play D and D anymore for a while because I just kind of tired of it. Because there's always that guy at the table. It's not the whole table, but there's that guy, and then his friend, and then the person who thinks like that guy but doesn't tell anybody, and then so you're just outnumbered. You know, you're outnumbered. I mean, you can't win in that scenario, and then you have to listen to that guy the whole fucking time. And uh, but so but I think. What I started finding is that I would go to different I would just look up at game stores who's who's running Savage worlds, who's running this, and I started playing a lot of different games and and interfacing with a lot of different people. and from those people, I found, oh, I want that person in my game. I want that person in my game. I want that let me let me these are people that are open to new systems and mm-hmm. and they're open to you know and and through playing with them, I, I saw that their values are similar to mine. So I don't think it needs to be open to everybody. I think the thing is maybe to just go out and find people you know that, that, that you want to play with and you know, and when you're doing that selection, just like you would be like, "I'm going to go to the grocery store and eat stuff. Sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the produce section and see if I can find some chicken. You know that's what people do. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, "I'm in the produce section. If there's chicken here, I'll buy it. If somebody puts chicken here, I'll buy it. Right. You know, the chicken's on the other side, sir, well, I don't want to have to force chicken on me. I just want chicken. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. want chicken to come to me. It's dead though. You know, like I don't know, right. but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but you know what I'm yeah. saying? That's what it's like when it, 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 cuz every when I posted before they got torn down, mm-hmm. the most polite objection was always all, "I don't mind diversity. I just want it forced on me." Where the fuck do you, I look? Where the fuck do you live? You live in like 99.9% of right. the people around you are the same. How else are you going to get it? You yeah. need it forced you on you. Know, moved you literally know? move to where it's yeah. impregnable. Yeah. 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 So. yeah, I mean, like, um, th- there's a guy who wrote a book, and he called it uh, White Topias. Mm. And I forget the guy's name, but he went to all these different areas where nobody... He's, he's all, this is how racism exists, where they're without racists. <laughs> you know, like, because because yeah. he goes to these communities. Everybody there says they love him. He's so great. And, and it's true. That's personally... Yeah. But then none of them want to dismantle any of the things that make it so that it's more dangerous for this guy to walk the street, you know. Yeah. Like none of them, because because cops right. are great, and and yeah. and I've, and uh, I hate the government, but they're not doing anything wrong in that capacity, right? You yeah, know, like yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah. you know, well, again, that,
1: status quo. Like I've said yeah. a couple yeah. times, status quo leans authoritarian.
2: Yeah, but I mean, there's not really a lot. I mean, and the, oh, here's another thing to consider is I do think like when you're inviting people to the table that might be experiencing trauma that you don't experience maybe like try to be a little more open about how they're going to be dealing with things differently than you do mm-hmm. you know cuz i know that like like most of my friends i've i've kind of decided i think a lot of my friends are on the spectrum and that's why we get each other right like i, I it just so happened like and it, and it doesn't matter what most of my friends are mixed mm-hmm. you know but also kind of like super geeky and like very focused on like gaming sure. or some like fucking thing that has a lot of rules and they know if you give them a chance they'll just rattle it all off to you And, and I started going, maybe I'm not the only one on the spectrum, you know, but, but like, yeah, get out. I should get out of that. You know, like Mm -hmm. I should get out of like my friend group needs to include people that are neurodiverse, you know, Mm -hmm. that, that do understand why somebody is upset that when they're talking about their, like, like with you guys, I noticed this, I'll say something. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, Hey, this thing happened. And then you'll be like, that reminds me of this thing. And then you'll be like, that reminds me of this. I never once go, why aren't they talking about me? Right. <laughs> but that's neurotypical behavior to be like I was talking about me, I wanted to keep talking about me. Is it really? Yes. Oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, Usually okay.
2: people that are on the spectrum, if you say something, mm-hmm. it'll jog their memory about something that's that, that's analogous in their life and then right. they we, I should say, will repeat it. Yeah. You know, like and I've had to going through therapy, I've had to undo that. And it's an
1: enthusiastic you know, like no, yeah. I'm
2: adding to what you're doing.
1: Yeah, and yeah. it's like this.
2: Like, oh my God, I found you're just like me. Right. That happened to me too.
1: Here's this small slice that is similar and now, by the way, there's five tangents, yeah. but yes.
2: Yeah, but we're yeah. since we're you know, since we're kind of in the minority or not not as acceptable, that we're right. supposed to adapt to the other side, you know, like right. to, to be like, Oh, well, I need to learn to stop doing that. Right, right. You know, instead of the other person recognize, oh, they are being empathetic by recognizing my struggle is similar to their struggle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the thing I will say, this is a disqualifier, if, if I, because I've had friends, real friends say this, I'll be like, you know, they'll be like, I don't think racism exists. And then I go, well, I wish I could agree with you. But unfortunately, my, bro- my own brothers get pulled over way more than I do because right. they can be identified as black from very far away. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, I get, what do they do? Because I've been pulled over before because I was speeding and, you know, I didn't complain about it. You were fucking speeding. Right. You were, yeah. all three of my brothers have been pulled, have been harassed by cops just for being present. Driving, you know, driving yeah. while black. Yeah my, yeah, my middle brother doesn't drive, but, you know, like, I mean, yeah, he has had, mm-hmm. you know, he is not, out of all of us, though, he's been in the military and he considered being a police officer. I considered being a police officer at one point, but I, I had friends that were, and they told me about it. I, I'm like, I can't do that shit because I can't look the other way. Right but my my middle brother is like you know you know he, he's he's more one to say there's good and bad cops and whatever and sympathize I think because he's so seriously considered being in law enforcement sure but it's still the case mm-hmm. that he has been discriminated against because you know and, and uh, but yeah, it's just annoying and then to know my oldest brother he's driven and been harassed so much he has like he's proud of the scripts he has to deflect the racism that is thrown at him from cops. sure, you know he's proud he'll tell it you know like, he'll be like this one cop pulled me over because I was riding my Harley. And then he's like, he's like, uh, you know, I don't, wh- where are you from? I don't, I don't recognize you. And then he's all, I've lived here 16 years. I don't, I don't know you. What precinct are you from? You know, like, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, you know, like, and, and so he's always so proud, but like, why are there so many, why does my one brother mm-hmm. have so many fucking stories like that? Sure. Not one of my white friends has a story like that. True. You know, yeah. and, and this is the thing. So if you encounter somebody like that, and then they, they, they like, if you have them at your table and then something happens. That happens to them normally, like <laughs> that's resembling, you know, mm-hmm. they might react different. Yeah, oh yeah. And then you gotta not take that personal. You know, that's why they invented shit like the X card. Mm-hmm. That the person who's being offended can just drop the X card and not have to totally explain their shit right. and Let be me, deconstructed. You, right? Yeah, by yeah. the table that's predominantly not them. You know, right. yeah, yeah. you just drop the X card and say, I'm not comfortable with the, th- with you, know, you might have to articulate, I'm not comfortable. With the orc raping the goblin, you know, like you know, right. I know you yeah. guys think you're being fucking edgy, you know, but you don't have to say that. You just say, "I'm sorry, I'm not comfortable with the orc fucking the goblin." Drop your X card, okay? Yeah. You, Moving it, on. Yeah, you rub your eyes. It's not an orc fucking the goblin. It's a, right, right. you know, I don't know what it is, but it's it's yeah. it's yeah. you know, but it's uh you know, and I I think that like that stuff's important. It's important to acknowledge that like you know, okay. people that are uh, especially people that are uh, of different genders or. So they've been harassed their whole fucking life and they mm-hmm. might have been you know experienced a sort of uh, sexual predation or you know from people that are supposedly straight that fucked with them you know that right. done things to them whatever and th- and and to just kind of like take a moment and breathe when there's conflict at the table based on the differences because there will be I think that's why people group together in similar similarity because they don't want that conflict right
1: yeah well and, yeah. and they will gaslight their way out of it yeah yeah yeah. You know we are running up on God. We could do this for four or five more episodes, but yeah. I, I do think we owe people Dune uh, yeah. next week. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but I, yo, well, I, I, yeah. you guys
2: got me wound up, and I sound so yeah. passionate now. I can stop talking at any time. I swear. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I appreciate if it. No. You guys need to you, um, you need to wash your butts so, or whatever. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so
1: uh, here here's what I'll say. I. I Want to remind everybody that in just a few days' time, on uh, mm-hmm. July 29th at 8 p.m. at the Comedy Spot, mm-hmm. if you go to bigblackdice.com, which by the way is one letter different than another word, yeah, yeah that's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but bigblackdice.com, uh, you can find tickets there. They're only eight dollars. You owe it to yourself to go. It's it's one of the best live shows in Sacramento. Uh, and it's coming back and, uh, you know, uh, make hay while the sun is shining as far as that goes. I want to thank you, Teo, for coming to uh, talk with us and just get nerdy with us. It's been a hell of a night. Yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely enjoyed it. This was um, awesome. Yeah. Um, so do you, Ed, do you have anything that you want to recommend to people to read?
0: Um, if you haven't finished reading Dune, get it done. <laughs> Homework. Fair. Finish it. Only okay. the first book. Don't worry about the rest of them. I'm not getting into the rest of them. They get fucking weird. I mean, it's Dune, so it's weird, but you get what I mean. Just, if you haven't done it yet, finish reading the book. That's it.
1: Cool. Uh, Tato, is there anything that you want
2: to recommend people to read? Uh, to read, I guess I should pick an actual novel. I've
1: recommended movies. I've recommended, uh, what, wrestling matches? I've yeah. recommended. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, no, and if you have nothing you want to recommend, that's okay, too. I mean, uh, you're... Can you're, I
2: recommend three things? I feel like I recommend yeah, three yeah, things. So I'm going to run the gamut. High on the Hog on Netflix is a show about African-American cuisine and how it's influenced all of uh, the United States. And one of the most interesting facts I learned from that is that some people speculate that all the recipes attributed to uh, Martha Washington were actually the servant that would because he was trained in France. Yeah, ah, yeah, yeah, and cool. and so, um, but yeah, it starts in 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 Benin and mm-hmm. then kind of comes to mainland. Very cool. Yeah, and and they kind of tra- they, they it's just super interesting. And cool. I, I got my kids watching it, um, and uh, I also think that uh, what, there was a movie I wanted to drop, but I already I already did a movie. Um, right. The the book uh, there's a fantasy novel I love the first one. I like the first two. Uh, this guy guy named uh, David um, David Farland. Wrote a okay. book called Rune Lords, and I love this thing. And I've always wanted to put it. I, I've wanted to try it in gurps, and 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 fudge, and fate. And what it is is he he said he he was trying to write a Tolkienian kind of thing, and then he scrapped that, and he just wrote something completely different. Rune Lords. What it is is there's these lords, and they have this special kind of branding iron that's made of a blood iron, I think they call it, and it extracts properties from people, and then they can. Put it on I themselves. I
0: started reading that series. Yeah, that yeah. was amazing. And then they end
2: up with these huge, like, th- these weird strategic things. Because they th- if you get your, you can, the person has to be willing, but they can extract, like, like brawn from you. And then okay. so they'll put that on their warriors. Multiple brawn, like a thousand brawn on one guy. Okay. So then they have to house all those people, though. Because in order to keep the connection, they have to be alive. Uh-huh. So then they house them in these big fortresses. And so, what will happen is that in these wars, they will try to assail those fortresses to destroy the Dedicates, So then, that person becomes weak again. Nice. But they can they can do smell. They can do glamour. You can be the most beautiful. Your voice. Cool. And so that's what I recommend because cool. it's a, it's a totally different look at like things oh, that yeah. could happen. Nice. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I'm going to recommend uh, The Color of Law by Richard Rothstein. Uh, we've talked about neighborhoods. We've talked about uh, structures. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one I actually uh, has been recommended to me a number of times. I'm going to pass that recommendation on. And it's basically, uh, it's a look not just at redlining, but also racial covenanting and all kinds of other uh, HUD and other, uh, uh, what do I want to say, uh, government agencies and how they've kind of reinforced... Old Jim Crow uh, in new city planning. So uh, definitely um, sounds like
0: a really uplifting, positive read. There, bunch of
1: fun. Bunch oh yeah, fun. Bunch of fun. Uh, yeah, I
2: got I got one more. Yeah, can I okay. Get okay. okay, okay, for it. This is it. This is nonfiction. Race is a four-letter word. The genesis of the concept by C. Loring Brace. It's a textbook, mm-hmm. but it, it actually breaks down like the origins. Nice. Uh, and, then, and then has a lot you know it's, it, 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 it's a multidisciplinary kind of thing it's like, it, uh, but I, I, I loved it it's, it's, it's really dry though I will say that it's not sure you know it will be a textbook yeah that kind of yeah. makes sense yeah. yeah
0: but cool okay cool thank you
2: well uh let's see uh
1: they can find you at big Blast, bigblackdice.com
2: well that's where they can find the show okay yeah. and, then and then again if you want to follow you. me big underscore black underscore dice at Instagram or Twitter there you and go and you can just look me up Taylor morgan on Facebook, cool. Or diversity and dragons. All right, go ahead.
0: And you? Uh, well, you can find me on TikTok as Mr. Blaylock. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter as eh Blaylock. Where can they find you? Duh There's Harmony. So yeah. yeah. Well, let's just stick to
1: them. Duh Harmony uh, on Twitter and Insta, and then Twitch.tv forward slash Capital Puns, uh, and you can find my pun show there. So. There we go. All right. Well, again. Thank you, Taylor Morgan, for being on our show. Oh, thank We'd you. We really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah, I know. Love having you here. Yeah. For Geek History of Time, I'm Damian Harmony.
0: I'm Ed Blaylock. And until next time, keep rolling, 20.